You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Now for a listen. Anime Attacker Show Yokoso. Good evening. Welcome to the Anime Attacker Show. You may have heard these words before, but I'll teach you what they really mean. Remember, we will be discussing all episodes up to the ones we talk about tonight. Anata go supporta o kinishi nanara soyo. If you don't mind spoilers, welcome. Go beyond! Plus! Ultra! Yes, indeed. Hello and welcome. Konbawa. I mean, Asan, this is the uh, Otaku Show, episode number 28. I am CJ No Kanji! Boat. And joining me tonight are, as always, Josh, your Tamagotchi is dead, McGrath. I could not keep one of those fucking things alive to save my life. Carrie, totally Meliodas' brother, Wilcox. Sure, why not? Delbert, aggressively wrapping in our direction, Sand. Mom spaghetti, knees weak, mom spaghetti. You had 24 <laughs> hours to get that down. <laughs> he did, it was perfect. Like he needs to sleep, unfortunately. <laughs> Unlike the undead, he can't stay up 24-7. <laughs> and of course right up there in the corner or in the middle our alice is uh, Ra- uh raul about called you robert for no good reason e-i-l-f garza hello why would you call me robert i get enough people uh some people mistake when i sign my name as paul See, at least that one makes sense because it's just, you know, dropping the stick. <laughs> it is a stick. It is a stick. It is a stick. It is a stick. Hey, stick, what are we sticking about tonight? Well. <laughs> that timing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Yelp, bark, wharf, wharf, wharf. <laughs> Quick, so give him some fried squid. <laughs> No, Speaking of fried squid, we're talking about Zombieland Saga, episodes two and three of season one. Uh, I love Hip Hop Saga, even though the notes say I love Hip Hop Sage. <laughs> I, I, I too love Hip Hop Sage. Hip Hop Sage. <laughs> Hip Hop Sage mode. It's beef Naruto. Movie. He's back, you guys. <laughs> and Dead or Alive Saga. I mean, dead or live saga. There weren't enough jiggle physics for it to be dead or alive saga. <laughs> there was some flying through the air, though. So that there kinda... was. Yeah, and then there's that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Of course. And we'll be talking about that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Season 1, Episode 2, Meeting the Goblins. And Season 1, Episode 3, 10 Rules for Dating My Teenage Goblin. I mean... Oh, sorry, we didn't watch episode four. Damn it, I'm going to be one episode ahead of the show every time that we talk about it. <laughs> We're also looking at Radiant, season one, episode two, True Courage, Bravely Default, I mean Bravery. And season one, episode three, The Day of Departure for Alma, apparently. Mm-hmm. And also, SSSS, Gridman, Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan, Gridman. Gridman. Season 1, Episode 1, 2, and 3, Awakening, Restoration, and Defeat. 
did because somebody wouldn't fucking shut up about it. My goddamn show, we talk about this goddamn show. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your sin. Yes, it is. Seven Deadly Sins. Talking about season two, which is actually season three, according to Netflix. Episode one, Revival of the Demon Clan. And season three, two, episode two, Existence and Proof. It's episode two. The OVA is no way a freaking season. Nobody will ever call that as a season. That's why that's the reason why Netflix has elicited a season one and then the name of the OVA and then the in the sub name for season two because they got so much shit for putting the OVA up there as season two. <laughs> but they didn't fix it. They fixed it on mine. Not on ours. It's on I mean, the, it, on the it, PlayStation. It, uh, I, I know if you look at the like actual listing, it'll say season one name of the ova but if you look at the actual episodes each of the ova episodes is season two episode one season two episode two and then the start of season two is season three yeah like we actually had to go to the show notes and make sure that we were actually watching far enough ahead Oh, you, you got you two know Kira. Well, you three know Kira. Raul, you're not in this conversation. Kira and I um, have a shared love for this show, and we saw that they were dropping season two, and we're like, "Wait, the fuck? We, there's no way. It's not even on Japan yet. Are we getting a simultaneous release?" And they drop it. And it's like this is the fucking OVA. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Radiant first. Uh, just you know, give it a give it a fond farewell. Yeah, because fuck this show. I'm done. It is boring. Uh, I actually first episode I thought that, second episode okay, and then I actually the, the last episode got to me. Uh, I mean, you're the one, I suppose. <laughs> well, no, so I, I mean, yes. Go ahead. Who who else completely called that the Bravery Quartet were going to be total dicks? Oh yeah, yes. 100%. You don't call yourself the Bravery anything if you're going to be legit brave. I I don't completely hate them because at least they're dicks that are understandably dicks. Yeah, they have they like, have a reason. They, they are me. they are living in a world where they get the shit end of the stick despite having phenomenal cosmic powers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how how would you expect someone not to turn out like them? I and, do love that Sorry, go ahead. And that that's the thing is like, you know, they have this phenomenal magical power and everyone treats them like shit regardless. So why not abuse it at that point? I'm not saying it's the right choice, but live long enough to become the villain. I do love that Uncle Sam leader guy was completely and utterly channeling all night for his <laughs> for the crowd. Yeah, it, it, it was a uh, Don Bossman, which if that's not a villain Don name, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the the funny thing was, even though I knew right off the bat that they were going to wind up being antagonistic. The thing that really gave it away was the gold tooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the the second he grinned and there was that gold tooth there, it's like, oh god damn it. Yep. They're actually gonna be assholes. <laughs> They're absolute assholes. <sighs> I, so I had a hard time not complaining or comparing this show not only to uh Naruto and One Piece, but 
and I'm sorry, but to freaking Black Clover, like he not Asta is nowhere near as annoying as Asta, but is he's just annoying enough for me to not want to listen to him. It's he's not so much annoying as he is just generic. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he has no defining characteristics of his own that aren't textbook shonen anime protagonist. Yeah. yeah, it's not even the voice that bothers me. Like his voice is fine. It's the character himself. Like I was actually super pissed when in episode three he leaves Alma because she's the most interesting character in the yes, show. Yes, there's like so much you want. They they give her little backstory and it's just like. Like, That's I want to watch her show. Yes. Yeah. This is like a great story development, character development for this character. And then he leaves her behind. Yeah. And it's almost like in, in these kind of shows, and that's the reason why, you know, My Hero works so well, is you always have these things where these shonen, anna, these shonen protagonists have to go away from their parental figures for fuck knows what reason. And, well, and, and My Hero Academia calls it out. Yeah. Where where um all for one is saying you're supposed to let him go and be on his own and grow and all might's like fuck that I'm gonna be a dad. It, it, it's just I don't I don't understand the need for these and and like this this show, Radiant, suffers from a lot of issues where they're trying too hard to be better things. They're trying to recapture rebottle that lightning that you got with the big three. Yeah, and it's literally wrote like at that point. Well, no, the big three built up to it. They, they, they earned their big three title. Yeah, and the the whole going away from the mentor thing isn't just something that happens in shonen. It happens in all adventure series. Yeah, because you have Obi Wan dying. You have redacted from book that people on this show are going to be reading soon. So I'm not going to say anything. You have um. You've got in Aragon. Yeah. Who, as soon as he establishes himself as the elderly wizard mentor figure, well, he's going to die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, um, are there any other stories where the mentors, like, stay with? There's not many. I mean, you got Gandalf to an extent because he, you know, Jesus's. Yeah, yeah I mean, coming he basically, back. Just, he basically yeah. just stole all the XP from the party and came back as a. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, guys, run away. Ah, I stab at the solo EXP. This raid boss is now mine. <laughs> Did we just turn uh, Gandalf into Kirito? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, we turned him into a blood death knight. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like, I like the concept of the world for Radiant. I like what it's they're crazy. trying to sell, but their salesman is... It's his first day on the job. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm 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 still gonna keep watching it, not for the show, but just like because I'm I'm I wanna see where it's going. I'm I'm I i want to see if it's in another three episodes, if it just turns into your like generic, more generic, like, oh I see that coming. It's like, okay, no. But, but yeah. Opportunity to have like the, the bravery quartet to be like the people who look like they're villains and like people who are genre savvy, like us, like uh, those guys are going to be villains. Nope. They are absolutely like, they are his now entourage. Like they are, you know, they, they had the opportunity to flip that on their head and you, 
and these shows that are quintessential now that are you know quickly approaching big three status like my hero like food wars like you have they are very they are self-aware enough to poke at it while making while bridging the path to their own greatness yeah because i mean like my, my my biggest issues were the fact that one he's leaving alma behind at least temporarily yeah because she is by far the more interesting character yeah she, i would have been amnesiac hero yep yeah i would have been fine with if they let's go together yeah why are we separating? I don't know. Stay with me then. Okay, cool. I mean, one, he, he is a sorcerer, yes, but he's uh, still an inexperienced sorcerer. Because he can use it without a wand or anything like that. Barehanded magic, yeah. Not giving up as his magic. Ah, sorry. <laughs> and, th and then we get, especially since we're just kind of mushing all this together to kind of, you know, water it up and toss it in the trash for the show. Like, the fact that you get that, that post-credit in episode three, where it's like, oh, hey, we're the, we're, the, we're the big, bad, special, you know, enforcement guys. Hey, look, we found the kid with the horns. I mean, no one yeah. expects it. Yeah, but I <laughs> to the Catholic Church yet again. Yep. And, oh, oh, look, go figure. The little kid with the horns. What a surprise. Yeah. Is some kind of demon a kid? Yeah. He's he's probably half nemesis or something like that. Most likely nemesis because the, the the thing that makes me both interested and less interested about the show is these nemesis things, these creatures that drop down out of the sky in a place that is all sky, getting a lot of uh, skies of Arcadia from this world. Yeah, which would be a lot so. Who sees who who's seeing like a giant bird on an island that's just popping these eggs out? Well, that, that, that's the thing is well, now yeah, in this last episode, it, we mean, get this whole it's a giant. It's a giant turtle. Oh, yeah. radiant. The place where all the nemesis supposedly come from. First of all, bullshit. Yeah. Why would the place where all of these supposedly catastrophe level creatures come from be called radiant? Because we're trying to capture seven deadly sins and other vastly superior products. Secondly, I don't think the rate the nemesis things are actually technically evil, <coughs> especially because some of the people who come into contact with these wind up developing magical powers. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of um, the Mistborn franchise and something that goes on in that book series. I mean, it's, it's straight pulled from Bleach's Hollows, like. They are they are humans turned demons because of things. I mean, I'm guessing here they are humans turned demons because of things going on with them, and certain people that come in contact with these hollows gain the ability to actually, you know, use their abilities. So it's it's, it's the stress of the situation bringing out latent potential. Exactly. Yeah. Hell, we could go full Madoka with this, and the nemesis are just this universe's manifestation of entropy. Oh, now I'm sad. Oh no no! Well, that I mean, is... to be fair, the nemesis haven't yet eaten anybody's head yet, so they're not, not that we've seen. So, also but yeah, thing Latin potential. I appreciate that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so let's move on to a show that we kind of had. Uh... So, by the way, we gave it our three. I am. I mean, if you guys are going to want to continue talking about reading going forward, that's fine. But I will, I will excise myself from the conversation on those. Uh, 
I'm done with Radiant. I don't care anymore. We, we I, I'd say we can check up on it after another three episodes, but it's not ensnaring the way other series have been. Yeah. yeah. Raul and Josh and I can keep watching it and we'll let you guys know in the Slack if we recommend you attempting to watch any more of it. That, that's fair. That's fair. So what are we moving on to, CJ? Uh, all right, let's get back into line with the notes. Uh, Zombieland Saga. What the fuck is this show, you guys? It is brilliant. I, ha- I hated the first episode. Like, within seconds, I was ready to just turn it off and I was not looking forward to keeping watching it on the series. And then the second episode played, and I got kind of pissed off because why the fuck am I enjoying this? <laughs> because okay. it's good. I, First I, of all, the actual opening for the show is not screaming death metal. It's a fucking toku love letter montage. Yes, this is straight Showa-era tokusatsu. Gold. This is the golden age of Japanese comics is what we're watching on the screen right now. Um, Hi, Death by Mage. The um, the first part of episode two kind of pissed me off because he's like forcing these girls to be pop idols. Only two of them were, and somehow he brought them all back to life as zombies. That I, kind of—I don't think he's the one that raised them. Yeah, no, he just I, happened to I find don't them. Think he—he's just like, oh hey, this is useful. Duh. Uh, just find a bunch of zombies wandering around a graveyard. These were attractive girls at one point in time. Maybe I could do something with this that doesn't break any laws. Undead waifus. Yeah. Um, Though however, he, he, he does an awesome... What? Yeah, he, he, I said he did He did have to spend a lot of time in the whole makeup thing, though. Oh. Why isn't that man working in movies? I, I that is my question. We haven't got there yet because I don't think it's time for that character development yet, but I think he, like, legitimately cares for these girls and for Saga, and, like, we, we have to get to a point where he is willing to give that up. But it, it's very obvious that, the, like... If he is indeed the mastermind of this, it is all because he cares about this land. He cares about his prefecture. So uh, a prefecture, is it kind of like a county? It's like a state. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a state. Oh, okay. The United States of Japan. Similar to, but legally distinct from, states and or provinces. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so um, there, there's, there's obviously something heavy, heavily hanging over us that we don't know yet because, well, one, there's a zombie fucking outbreak, and two, like the first thing he says to these guys, these girls are, "Hey, you have to sing because we have to save this. We have to save this land." Yeah, yeah, and here I am. I'm expecting uh, heavy metal. I'm a little sad we got away from heavy metal, and then we got the second episode of the hip hop. And Japanese rap is really weird to me. Like, the thing is, it's it's technically better because the language is perfectly rhythmical to begin with. Yeah, yeah it sounded awkward because you were listening to a bunch of amateurs doing it. Like, if you listen, go and listen to like homemade Kazuku stuff. It sounds really fucking cool when pros are doing it. Mm. Well, and I don't, I don't doubt that one. Like. And, and I think it also comes down to the fact that you were not only like listening to them rap, but you're also reading the subtitles at the same time, trying yeah. to make yeah. the words work out. So we're and, not going to see the actual rhyme happening. And technically, we're listening to them freestyling too. Like they're mm-hmm. making this shit up on the spot. 
Oh, and we get the two uh, metalheads from the first episode. Yes, I I hope that they continue. I want to see them following these girls around. Yeah, I'm a little the sad that they did not show up in episode three. But, well, the whole but point it was a gorilla live. It was a gorilla performance, so they yeah. wouldn't know. All right, uh, episode three, I can guarantee, is where Coop says that uh, the manager is starting to become me. Frightening. <laughs> 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 And strangely accurate, except I only have slightly dead people here. Yeah, I, I, I hope we get, like, soon, an, like you were saying, like an episode of, like, showing that he really cares for these I, girls. I can guarantee it. We kind of ramped yeah. up into this one with this one. Like, we need to begin getting you guys star power because we need to save this land. So I have a feeling it's going to be in the next couple of episodes. I, I'm really kind of wondering, now that I think about it, if this series isn't going to go the way of warm bodies. Mm. That'd be... I, I have not seen Warm Bodies. The one with Johnny Depp where he's a zombie? No, not Johnny Depp. Uh, isn't it Beast? Isn't it William What's-His-Face? I think so. Um, but Which no, one am I zombie. thinking of then? It's a zombie, and he comes back to life through love, basically. And I, yeah, yeah the, 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 the cure for being a zombie is love. Yeah, I would love to see. And so that. I'm wondering if that's not going to be the case is there oh. is actually a zombie outbreak and the way to fix it is with the power of song and friendship. Um, so Josh brought up the bad CG at the end of this and I finally oh got my oh God. God. It is 100% a uh, is, is 100% a parody of other idol shows where it goes from full hand-drawn things to this horrifying CG. And it's obviously the free, they, uh, like I can guarantee they took the freeware Hatsune Miku software and <laughs> they designed it. I can almost guarantee it because those- I hope we don't get more pop. I know he wants them to have, be a pop idol, but I want other music. I want other genres. Yeah. Like I, I sincerely hope that this is the one time they get to go to that. Well, like, don't keep going back to this well because that is where you will turn me off. And, like, especially because when the show really started to grab me was when it went off the rails into the, the, the freestyle rap battle. And you've got the courtesan back there doing a Yoshida Brothers thing. Yes. Yeah, playing her shamisen that she pulls out of fucking nowhere. Lily beatboxing in her adorable liliness. Like... <laughs> And yeah, and, then and just see, shoves and, the microphone in, in, in Tai Chen's mouth. Yeah, Tai Chen just being Tai Chen. And <laughs> that episode is really what addressed my primary like gripe with the first episode too, which is the first episode did not have any personality whatsoever. Yeah. We didn't get to see any of Sakura's redeeming characteristics. We didn't get any chemistry with anybody because they were liter most of them were literally still dead. Yeah. I mean they still are, but they were brain dead as well and so it's like there's you can't connect with them in that state and so it's like what's the point in watching this this is stupid thank Ooh. you Thanks, and Coop. but then you actually get into the second episode and you start getting that ensemble chemistry going on and it's like okay now i am interest, interested in this i i wonder if that last girl is ever going to like awaken Oh, uh, they got they got her dancing in the third episode. Yeah, she's dancing in the third episode. I can guarantee she's going to be, when they need a power ballad, she's going to erupt out of her stupor and be the world's greatest singing voice. That, I can that's, yeah. that's the Queen episode. Yeah. Hair metal, zombie hair metal idols. <laughs> I want it to go one of two ways. Either she awakens when they need her the most and she brings the house down, or you find out she's been awake the entire time. That's just, just how she is. is. 
yeah. and she's just like, this is easier. Yeah. See, my my, my oddball yeah. theory with her is if you notice when she's wearing her her own regular whatever clothes it was that she died in that they all seem to default to when they're not, you know, practicing or getting ready for performance. Which is she's dressed like a nun. Yeah. I'm wondering if like it's just a completely vacant body. There's nobody left there because God or something. I don't know. Because God or something. That, but, like, that, that works. I like that one. She, she is literally just a zombie and she's never going to change because her spirit has already moved on to heaven or something. Um, so, I, I mean, like yeah, I'm glad that you guys are on it. I saw, like, Delbert, I mean, Delbert almost pulled, like, turned me off of it because of him just ranting about how good it was. And then I, I could see through the waves of what this would become eventually, like, because I could, I could see that this was obviously a pull on the, the idol trope, the idol genre in general. And also, like, they were obviously, like, B-horror moving this shit. And I was happy about that, like. Yeah, it's really see it, where it would be a turnoff for other people. Episode one had me out, but thankfully, since we do the three episode thing, episode two and three really started reeling me back in, and two especially. Like, and I, I, I love the opening. I'm amazed at the the vocal harmonies in the ending. Yes, like wh whoever it is, whether it's the actual voice actresses themselves that I are doing so. that ending theme, like they sound really damn good together. Yeah. Well, if they're sticking with the whole idol anime theme, then it is going to be the voice actors doing it. And, like, d despite how much I, I hate the idol genre, like, this is so much more appealing and entertaining and, you know, as the fact that we're having this discussion, thought-provoking than fucking racehorse girls who are also idols. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take undead waifus over horse waifus any day. And the little details too, like the fact that you could hear the difference when the uh, when the two veteran idols joined in the group, yep. and suddenly everything sounded a million times better. Number one, because they've got two pros singing with them, but number two, because hey, there's two missing harmonic parts filled in. Yeah. The fact that you can tell the courtesan was beheaded. Yes. I want that story. Yeah, I, I sincerely hope we do end up getting backstories for each of them. Yeah. Yeah, um, we only really have backstory for the main character, Sakura. Yeah. Because and we literally saw what happened. Him. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we kind of got one with the uh, the biker chick, the Tamagotchi girl. Kind of, but they didn't actually go too deep into what happened. Yeah. She just died riding, apparently. Yeah, but we, it's more than we've what we've gotten. Ride for your die. Hey, it's Polar Knights. Hi, Polar Knights. All right, so let's move on into Goblin's Lair. Uh, oh, my God. So, Goblin speaking of things that I have loved from the start. Yes. I hate the Isake franchise. I fucking love this show. Hey, guys, we accidentally are fluff. <laughs> With with moments of extreme horror. Yeah, like, yeah, like, it is, the episode two, like, episode two is not as horrific as episode three, at least. Yeah. Oh. Where, uh, I mean, episode, I watched episode two last week uh, because I thought we were going to do one and two, kind of like I watched episode four this week. So I'm going to try not to thrust episode four stuff into this. 
um i guess drink i guess that's source material jerking i don't know maybe <laughs> sip i'll take yeah i'll take the sip yeah delicious dr pepper so um so uh, as soon as he steps out of the uh the cave he gets cornered by goblins okay the naming episode though yeah that's uh that's next episode okay uh episode oh, no, just just uh Valdora and Rimuru. Oh yeah, oh no, yeah. Names. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Again, that, it's been a week since I've watched this episode. That was so fucking cute. So they decide to give each other a family name. Tempest. Yeah, Storm. Wait, that sounds dumb. How about Tempest? And you see this. Speaking Tempest. Of, speaking of '80s hair metal bands, that <laughs> is a fucking metal band uh, logo right there. And uh, Rimuru becomes an elite. Tempest. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love Sundere Dragon so much. I know. And... I cannot wait to get Veldora back. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that that dragon is amazing. I mean, just killing the snake thing and gaining its powers. Killing the chameleon thing, getting its powers. Killing the spider, getting its powers. Which, by the way. Shortly after that fight, when it's just swinging from the uh, the stalactite, yes. I'm sitting here, spider slime, spider slime. <laughs> yeah, he was. Puppies. Um, yeah, so, and we get to see them, we get to see Rimuru swallow Veldora and their prison whole. Yeah, to analyze it to try and get Veldora out of there. Which is adorable. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say big sister by... Uh... By eating her. <laughs> Don't worry, Odie Chan. I'll spit you out eventually. <laughs> and then these adventurers show up. Yeah, these random ass humans just show up and like they're flat out in an MMO, by the way. Like, if you had any questions if it was just an MMO for the slime or not, nope. <laughs> these, and these... and they vaguely sense the uh the mage or the healer, I guess. Vaguely sensed his uh his presence yeah. because he didn't know he, he was some schmuck adventurers. They're level one. It explains why they didn't feel it. Yeah. Which begs the question, how strong is this slime already? Incredibly, as we see in the next episode. Well, I mean, not, not even that though. Like when he actually met the goblins, when he finally got out of the place and the goblins showed up, it like zoomed out. It's like, oh, you're you're exuding an aura, and it zooms out, and this is purple destruction. Yeah. Aura you're not exuding an aura. Yeah, you know how you can see power levels of other things. Yeah, can I do that to myself? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Oh my god, I'm so strong. <laughs> I mean, so Veldora said that by taking on a shared family name, it would mark them as equals. Yes. I'm pretty sure that by getting a shared family name from an endgame raid boss, Rimuru is now also an endgame raid boss. Endgame slime boss. And like the the funny thing is about it, like he gets stronger from there. Yeah, he does. And I also I also like the little side of wait, how am I how is no wonder everybody's sensing this. Wait. How did those adventurers not sense this? Are those guys okay? <laughs> oh, like I said, they're level ones. Yeah, throw in the shade. Oh man, just so good. Like everything is so, so fantastic. Like in this show, and then we get episode. Three. Oh, uh, 
one more thing. How he heals the goblins. That's episode three. Yeah, is it? Episode three. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, like cause... episode two literally ends. Hey, we're goblins. You're super strong. Please help us. <laughs> hmm. Like you get the inter- you get the introduction to the elder and his son and the dead son, and that's pretty much it. And then we get episode three, <laughs> where the dire wolves are attacking. Oh no! Uh, the the pack alpha, the alpha, like he's like, yep, yeah, I put up these strings, so you guys are just gonna die horribly. These goblins are gonna feel like they're doing something, but it's not them. It's just my strings. Sorry. Um, I mean, some of them were hitting the wolves with their arrows. And then there was the elder. <laughs> Yeah, and then, yeah, he was trying. <laughs> I'm surprised the arrow didn't like turn back and like stab him. Poor kid, poor guy. <laughs> I love the elder so best. much. And then just hanging the alpha up, like, yeah, this is my sticky string. I'm gonna kill you. Uh... No, you're not. No, <laughs> wind blade. <laughs> Water blade. He he absorbs him and transforms into that like, form. Then he's like, hey, you guys, you guys should back off. All right, I should eat this guy. <laughs> That's you should really back off. I'm so menacing. Ow! <laughs> menacing best of power. And then he turns the goblins into beastmasters. By naming every single one of them. He's like, yep, this is your name. This is your, you, you are now, your name is now Rigard, my, is my horse dad. Uh, you're just, <laughs> I'm sad Justin's not here that I can make that joke. Right. Um, Better, Justin. Uh, <laughs> uh, whatchamacallit. And then he kind of got like, kind of lazy. You're, Bogot, Bogey. Gobta. Yeah. Goblina. Gobte, Gobta. Yeah. yeah Gobhana. And he's literally putting like uh, suffix, different syllables Kana, on the yeah, end of it. Kana yeah. at the end of Gob. Yeah. yeah. And then you have Gobta, which you guys will know more about Gobta soon. Uh, <laughs> um, and then like, he names the uh, lead Hanuma. wolf. Yeah, your name is Hanuma. That's cool. Yeah, and then you are now the Tempest Wolf. Cool. Because Ranga. And then he Ranga. And yeah, then Ranga. Rimaru, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, passes out because he yep. he he's not realizing that he's using magic to name these. Blue Wizard needs mana badly. Right. He wakes up three days later to Goblin Waifus. On an yeah. altar, which was adorable. All of the goblin waifus, every single one of the goblins. Did you see the little like rice offerings they were leaving them? It was so Mm -hmm. cute. Yeah, Um, they had this whole shrine around him. As I was like, oh, he shall awaken soon. (laughs) I am glad that we have approached uh, Hanama as the new ravioli of the uh, anime community. Justin would get that reference. Uh, I'm fairly sure Delbert, you get that reference because you're a Reddit goer. Um, like as as much as, as the show sexualizes her, the fan base is like, no, you are not allowed to you are not allowed to sexualize her anymore. That's fine if you want to claim her as your waifu, but do not loot her. She is bad enough as she is. You are not allowed to take this any deeper. Do not loot the goblina. No, yeah, ravioli, ravioli. Do not uh, do not loot the goblina. <laughs> Doesn't roll off as well as the dragon lolly, but you know. <laughs> But yeah, it is like, and then like, yeah, I only named one of you wolves. The fuck is happening here? We're yeah. a pack, bitch. Yeah, they they, they all level up. I mean, you have some goblins that pretty much stay the same, but like they all grow. Literally like, just gobta. 
Yeah, just gobcha. Trust me, you'll get more about gobcha. Uh, yeah. Huh, you and like, they all, all get buffed. Even the <laughs> elder is buffed out. No, the elder is not buffed. The elder is Jojo as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he is so happy about it, too. Oh, yeah. he, is the, he is so happy to be jo- uh, Joseph Jostein right now. Like, <laughs> And he's probably going to level up again because he just got named Goblin Lord. Yeah, Goblin Lord! Oh, yes. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When he was naming them, I'm like, wait a second. They're just regular goblins. If you name a regular... If you have a named character, that means that they're... They're an elite. Yes. Yeah, and they actually they actually foreshadow that too. Victorious NPCs, like Yeah. And they also foreshadow that too, because every time they he named somebody, there was just like nice yellow behind them. So like that was just a way of saying he's using power here. <laughs> you level up, you level up, you level up, everybody gets a level. Which by the way, I love the fact that the dire wolves evolving into the tempest wolves just gave them leg wraps. Right? And because they're really if they're powerful ninja wagging. Like yes. yes, the super <laughs> wag. Because that was my favorite moment when uh, he woke up and Ranga came running in. Suddenly the house exploded. <laughs> Master! <laughs> I think he likes it. It was so good. <laughs> oh yeah, I wonder if these guys are holding a grudge against me because I killed their leader. Wag, 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 wag. I guess not. <laughs> It's probably just nature to them. Pretty yeah. much. Well, I mean, yeah, he beat the leader, so he is the alpha. Yeah, Rimuru is the alpha now. Yeah, which they get into in episode four, so. Yes. There you go, buddy. But yeah, just, I, I, am, I am so down with this show. I am so happy with it. I love that it's playing with all of my favorite fantasy RPG tropes. Yeah. Like the, the, and again, like you need, you have to understand that your your audience is going to have seen Sword Art Online, ReZero, and things like that. That they're going to understand what Isekai is, and you can't just do a rote Isekai, or else it's just going to be miserable. So, a uh, quick question, uh, Carrie, are there any Isekais that you enjoyed? Was it like just the first one you saw, and that was it, and you just got tired of them? Um, I saw, um. Knights and Magic, mm-hmm. which is technically isekai, even though you kind of forget that it's isekai sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kept seeing shows, so-and-so dies and gets reborn into another world. So-and-so dies and gets reborn into another world. So-and-so dies and gets reborn into another world. And I just got tired of the concept on sheer principle because it seems, I know that is probably not the case. I am not trying to pass this off as a real statistic, but it feels like at least half the anime that have been coming out for the past couple of years have been fucking isekai. So the definition of isekai is transported to another world, right? A stranger in a strange land, basically. Okay, so like the first... Even your devil is a part-timer is an isekai. Yeah, Yeah. uh, so is Digimon, right? Yeah. Um. But I mean, like Kanasuba is another amazing isekai. It's really good. Kanasuba's pretty hilarious. I've watched the first two seasons of it. Um, yes, you watch the third re- one, but it's Restaurant to Another World is really great on the because it they do this on where it, where that airs on the off seasons for Food Wars, so it always gets my uh, food shown. It's, it's your food porn. Yeah, and and Devil is a part time does something interesting where they flip it instead of going and being reincarnated into a fantasy land, the other land is Earth. 
yeah, yeah. I, I, I love how mundane, mundane, uh, mundane. Yes. That uh, the devil is a part timer is because it's just him trying to survive, and then they show the hero doing the exact just like working at at a call center. Woo! I got a promotion. Am I the only one who watched uh, the Dot Hack series when I was out? I saw just the one that was on TV. The uh... I, I watched some of it when it was running on Cartoon Network. I couldn't get the whole thing. I I generally liked the idea, and I fucking loved the music. Yeah, no, and, and like I, and there's a reason why that one is stuck in everybody's head is because it is so like they they the they do a lot with that too, and that's what a lot of the current, especially the MMO based um, isekai are based off of is a lot of that slash SAO. But yeah, I mean, obviously not all isekai are bad, but yeah. when you are scrolling through and you see summary of, you know, so-and-so dies, so-and-so dies, one of them that came out last year or the year before, I think, was literally in another world with my cell phone. Yes, that was... But calm the fuck on. First of all, eventually it's going to run out of battery power. Right. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, why the fuck would it even matter? It's a yeah. cell phone. So yeah, if you want a good isekai, there you go. Kanasuba is really good. Um, the Dot Hack series is amazing. Uh, Ro, I know you've seen it, but for those at home, Devil is a part timer. If you want more of what you're getting, fantastic. So slime is probably like it is. It is definitely my favorite anime of the year. Like. I I put I put this up there while I was watching with Rachel, up there with even Mummy on how much I love it, and I think I might love it more because there's actually stuff going on. I yeah. hope it doesn't get too serious. I hope it keeps its goofiness. Yeah, well, it's yeah. probably gonna be Gimli. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I doubt that. I, I'm waiting for the dwarves to turn out to be like the ridiculously busty purple-haired chick that's in the opening sequence. <laughs> yeah, the sheer amount of boobs in that opening, I don't think the dwarves are going to be what we're expecting. Oh, yeah, the elves did No, Yeah, the oh. elves didn't happen in this episode, did they? No, all, all that's in there is the goblin and the wolves. That's right, we didn't. And, you know, ep episode three, he's like, oh, the masters of metalworking? And you get, like, Tolkien-ass dwarves in the background as he's thinking about them, and it's like, Oh, that is so not what they're going to be like. Uh, and all uh, right, moving on to Gridman. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Gridman. Neon uh, Genesis High Middle School. Yeah. Just had to throw that out there real quick. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's like that. All right, so we are flat out doing that. Cool. Um, I didn't particularly like the first episode. And something tells me I wasn't supposed to like the first episode. <laughs> the first episode was a shitload of setup. Yeah. Like, and for me, that's not really a great episode, especially for a first episode. Right. Understandable. Like, give me a little bit of, give me a little bit of lead in and then second episode build up, but not the first episode. I mean, there was no way that I was going to not continue watching this with it being a trigger show, regardless of the source material or like what it's paying homage to or anything like that. Like, I was I'm fairly sure at this point we are contractually obligated to watch anything the studio trigger puts out. Um, so why did Promare have to be a movie? Slash Promare is a movie. <laughs> I mean, come on, trigger with a fucking movie budget. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, first episode I was not a fan of. We got stereotypical kaiju pop up. By the way, I'm being the filthy dub watcher in this one, so this makes me happy that we're getting a sample dub. That's fine. Uh, it wasn't until the second. Well, okay, yeah, this one. You just had the monster pop up, and then just the hey, I need you to do this. Boom. Yep. Uh, we stumbled like turns out uh, not uh, turns out good waifu has linked to this computer that nobody knows what the hell they do with and we go there and there's this monster raging oh no the only these three people uh, punch it okay we're gonna punch it and then we're gonna do the old um the old the beam. beam thing it's like oh cool yay we're back in the 90s sweet cool uh, I miss Matthew Lawrence being in this show and also giving back my Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for those watching at home. Um, we got Gridman once before here in the States. Yeah, we did. It was, a, it was a little live action number we got called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Cyber with an S. Cyber with an S, by the way, which means the show was abbreviated S-S-S-S. Gridman. Yep. So yeah, they're 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 that's what they're pulling out on that one. I freaking love that. Um, it's, it's more than a little pull from that too, but we'll go, we'll get there. And then episode two happens, and this is where Trigger starts being Trigger. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at that. The city's fine. <coughs> who are you talking about? Those people? Who, been, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, let's go to the houses. These girls have been dead since middle school. Oh yes. Um, at, yeah. At the end of the battle of the first episode, giant fireball destroys the uh, g- gym where these three girls are are at. Where the volleyball club the is practicing. It wrecks the school in general. And yeah. yeah, when they go to school the next day, everything's fine, which yeah. is a joke in Tokusatsu. The fact that you know there's never any lasting damage to the city. The construction crews in Japan are godlike in their ability to restore things. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they're they can't be any worse in America. They're we're slow on restoring things. <clears throat> no, uh, they, yeah. they they actually had like a sinkhole form at a major intersection, and they fixed it up like within what was it twenty four hours? Do you remember that, Josh? Yes, yeah. I remember that. It was literally it was God. It was like twenty feet across from the sinkhole. It took them twenty four hours to get it fixed up. But, but yeah, episode ends, things are destroyed, they go back to school, everything's fine. Something's not right here. Roll episode two. And yep. only four people remember it. Yep. Uh, Protag, Protag's best friend, wife, good waifu, and evil waifu. Yeah, I had an idea that it was her. Yeah. I mean, obviously something was up with her because... One, the, the 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 perfect girl. Everyone yep. at school loves her. She's got the alternate hair color. Yep. You know, she's super mispopular. Clearly something is going on with her. Maybe she's the magical MacGuffin princess. Nope. Evil waifu. This is some hikamori, antisocial, society-hating, fucked oh. up bitch. Yep. And I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, people hating, she planned to kill those three. Yeah, she's like, I wanted these guys dead. Uh, and now they're well, yeah, because they, they hit her with the volleyball. Yep. Specifically, yeah. they they hit her sandwich with the volleyball. Her well, fa- it was a sandwich. sandwich. It was a sandwich, sandwich hot dog with an egg on top, wasn't it? That's, yeah. that's a typical sandwich in Japan. 
they do weird things with witches. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Yeah, that, and, and that, that's it. Coop, Coop's pointing it out mm -hmm. in chat. Like she's set up in the first episode as being Little Miss Perfect, and it's like, okay, something's going to be going on with her, but. They do the trigger thing, and she's actually the bad guy, or at least one of them. So um, it shows that her glasses are kind of are cracked when she's in front of her computer. They're not cracked when she's in school, right? It's got to be a different pair. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think she actually wears the glasses at school. Is the thing? No, oh, she doesn't. Okay. It, yeah, it might. She might be taking them off or just wearing contacts. But yeah, that that's a visual metaphor for her cracked psyche, if I've ever seen. One. Oh, and you see her, where she's living at. Yeah. yeah, piles and piles and piles of trash bags everywhere, but perfectly immaculate display cases for her collection. <laughs> we quickly find out that she is. Don't summon any uh, any kaiju, Josh. Fucking kaiju! <laughs> Please don't summon kaiju, Josh. Hey, do you never... see any garbage bags back there? You're fine. And his glasses aren't cracked. I make sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Uh, <laughs> I I I have a feeling like if Josh would ever like if there was ever a scratch on Josh's glasses, Carrie would be like twenty miles away. He's like, I fear a disturbance. The, the there is a disturbance in the force. The blood imagery, like I, you're really hung up on that, Coop, for whatever reason. I, I mean, I, I get it. Like it's a trigger show. You're gonna have blood. You're gonna have weirdness. Like it's. I mean, to be entirely fair. He doesn't have quite as much experience with trigger as this is his first trigger anime that's true oh so, but so. yeah so um, couple, couple other things but... from the second episode from the first episode carryover that i really want to go into about is our mysterious man in the suit who we, see in the first, who we see in the first episode being just looming and creepy and oh they, this guy's obviously the bad guy he shows up in the second episode with what three, four sa samurai swords on his back. Yes, I think. Yeah. Introduces himself as samurai caliber, and it's like, what's this guy's story? He can't walk through a doorway. He can't. Sp this guy isn't human. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what was I? Gonna... I either went digital virus or alien, and that went pretty quickly to alien. Like, and yeah. I realized what show, what studio was putting this out. I'm like, nope, that's aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, right there where no one's noticing him, he has a perception filter, just like the TARDIS. Yeah. Well, yeah. not to mention, he shows up when they're talking about aliens. Yeah. I I don't quite think it's aliens specifically, because the the thing about Gridman is he's the hyper detective Gridman. He solves cyber crime. They're they're aliens in that they are not native to this plane of existence, but they're not necessarily from another planet. Yeah, this th th this dude's straight up a living computer program, is what he be. Mm -hmm. Wait, if they zoom out and we're inside of a computer program, if they reboot us, I would not put it past Trigger at all to do that. <laughs> But yeah, so Gridman's fighting a baddie, and go figure, the monster has a reflective coating on it that the grid beam can't penetrate. Oh, no, fuck, that can't be good. Oh, access code, Gridman Caliber. Um, one Boom. thing before we get to... Um, he, he upgrades the computer. Just rips it apart. Yeah. Sure. Poor, poor junk, don't mess with junk. Also, yeah. can we talk about how he looks like Aizawa? Because I love that. Yes, as soon as I saw him. Aizawa? Is that you, boy? This is like, what he does during the off-season of My Hero. 
My cyber academia. <laughs> my, my hero grid man. <laughs> oh. I mean. <laughs> and so we have a buildup of our shonen power up in episode two. That means episode three has to be where the bad, where the bad guys win at least a little bit, right? At least a little bit. We get uh we get anti. Yeah. Little little shit kid with a voracious appetite and a bitch and scarf. Hi Bakura, how are you doing? <laughs> I saw them like, uh, like last episode we have Aizawa from My Hero. This one we have Bakura from Yu-Gi-Oh. The fuck is going on here? And I, I really love, by the way, the fact that Utsumi, uh Turbo Shirt best friend. Yeah. Uh keeps referencing, well, if this was the Ultra series, in which he's referencing the Ultraman series, Ultraman. which is a beloved Toku franchise. And where Gridman borrows a lot of his look from and his moves, Gridbeam Yo. So Gridman is like a tribute to Ultraman series, right? It, it's it's technically in the in the genre. It's just not officially an Ultraman because the thing about Ultraman is Ultraman is always a human who is fighting some sort of alien, man-made, monstrous creation, and he get he get big. Is the whole thing he he turns into a giant to fight giants. Yep. Whereas with Gridman, the previous series took place entirely electronically. Like mm-hmm. Gridman was there to solve cyber crimes. He was fighting computer viruses. Which now that would actually be really good, wouldn't it? Well, In this what... day and age. So he's he he's an Ultraman in spirit, but not in name. Yeah. And it, it's it's really nice that that character keeps referencing it. So, well, this if this was an Ultra series, the monster would have a weak point. Oh, hey, look, break its neck. Yeah. It's oh, big, what did wobbly he... rubber suit neck. What's... Yes, I love the animated rubber suits, by the way. They're the best. What's the squad called? Is it Gridman Squad? Gridman, Gridman Alliance. Gridman Alliance. That is even that way in the dub. <laughs> I, I want to I want to point out quickly, too, that her she's been clearly working on these for a while and i'm super curious why the first one she actually released was so weak whereas this other one second one is like i reflective coding go right well, well the first one she... the second one in response to um in response to Gridman, because she didn't know that Gridman was going to show up she just needed something that was going to kill those girls and cause a ruckus and then Gridman showed up and fought them, and so she's like, "Oh shit, I need to account for this." And she tweaked the next one she sent out to in response. Yeah, I, I'm, that, the first one was just evil Gridman being like, "Nope, you want to kill those girls? Sweet, I can ha- I can give you that power." Instant yeah. reaction. Because and because then you notice with Auntie, <laughs> he can mimic powers. So when Gridman gets a sword, he gets claws. Yeah. Everything she does is a response to what Gridman does to try and beat her. And then... Third episode happens. Yeah, then Auntie wins. And Gridman's dead, and that's the series. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, this is a toku show. You didn't think right. that was going to go on. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we get three more aliens who were wearing very similar outfits to not Aizawa. Uh... Yeah. Oh, the reason why he gets defeated is that he doesn't want to kill something that he thinks because that might Utsumi be. He makes the stupid mistake of thinking, well, in the Ultra series, sometimes the kaiju are humans who are turned into monsters, which, of course, makes Hibiki go, well, I can't kill a person. And he gets his ass handed to him. Yep. 
we we're he's just lucky that auntie had the conversation with akane and he's like no you're you're not a human you're definitely a kaiju <laughs> like no without her doing footsie with the with uh yeah that was that is there strictly because one she fucked up two she fucked up yeah three as obvious by the state of her living conditions she really 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 loves monsters yeah she she wants that kaiju d big time <sighs> um and then three more people show up in very similar outfits to Soul Calibur. Yeah, there, it turns out they're middle school uniforms. <clears throat> they're students from Neon Genesis. Middle school. <laughs> Get in the mech, Shiji! Get Which, in the goddamn robot! It, it, it's great because, as I recall, some of the crew from Trigger were from Evangelion. <laughs> Yeah. They, so they're they're basically like, hey guys, hey guys, reference. Yeah, because Trigger was formed in large part from uh, former members of Studio Gynax. Yep. Hmm. I'm just like, if they're willing to put it out that bad, like that that blatant of a reference, I'm waiting for them to be like, nope, this is our garden where we grow people. Or <laughs> <laughs> we'll just introduce a new antagonist named Shinji. <laughs> one of the kaijus named he just transforms into no you know what i think it's gonna be a little bit more subtle i think it's gonna be like uh you're gonna go into uh what's his name um the ultraman fans uh room into, me. into, in, me. Yeah. into his room and it's gonna be all mecca it's gonna be josh's room <laughs> i mean or like or um or a good wife who is going to dress up and just have pink horns on her head one day for a Halloween episode. Uh, yeah. If, if they go into his room and it's like Josh's room, I, I hope to see the Evangelions. I hope to see the Franks. Let's give them all. And... Yeah. The, uh, the Lagan, the, the spirals, everything, bring it on. Uh, and... yeah, the, the, the guy's entire room is just going to be a love reference to Trigger's work. <laughs> Just a half covered up picture from um, the the brain children one. I mean the 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 jump Kids cut never. edit. Yeah, never. There we go. The uh, the jump cut edits in the first episode very much reminded me of FLCL. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I could definitely see that. Um, FLCL. Fully, fully. Oh okay. <laughs> Made by Trigger before they were Trigger. Oh okay. Oh, that's why it's so similar to like. Um... Kill a kill, growing like a. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, FLCL is basically proto trigger. It oh, okay. was it was the people who did Evangelion, having driven themselves batshit insane, making Evangelion needing to let off steam. As you do, Evangelion drove everyone mad. Um. So who's who's doing the uh, two sequels? This might be the this might For... be the same people. Heard somebody call it unironically FLCL. <laughs> That's hurting my head, Jerry. Goody goody. Yeah. So it's it's the same people. It's Trigger doing the two sequels, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all the same people because God forgive. I mean, there was a big 
thing that they were afraid that the main, like the freaking people who did the opening weren't going to do the openings. Oh, uh, the, the, the pillows. pillows. All of the music is the thing. It wasn't just the opening or anything like that. All of the music from Cooley Cooley was the pillows. It's... And if we didn't get them on board, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. The music is half of that show. Yeah, the same thing with Cowboy Bebop, right? The music made that show. But um, yeah. So we get this uh, this, this this the second round of the fight with Auntie, which, by the way, he's your friend. Don't you have a way to get a hold of him? Yeah, I suppose we could call him. Yeah, why didn't you think of that? <laughs> oh, it'd be awfully convenient if you had some sort of device that you could get in contact with him. But, but this, I like how the, even... the cell phone wouldn't work. Yeah, I like that. even when dude comes back, he's like, "Yeah, the cell. I didn't think the cell phone would work. Neither did I. Neither did we. But get the back, Shinji. Oh, and can we talk about Axe really quick Dash. the issues that Auntie has? I that mean, is, who hates it's her fractured mentality. Like this, this, this Auntie is created strictly to murder Gridman. Like there's no other reason for his existence." And also maybe give her the D. <laughs> because he doesn't even seem to, you know, be into that because his interest seems to be destroying Gridman and food. So he's Goku. Yeah. She made Goku. <laughs> but guess what? Goku put the D in the Chi-Chi twice at least. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he needed some significant help in achieving that. I mean blue senzu beans and all uh. <laughs> damn it cj okay so we we, we they um gridman comes back because they, they it was just it needed time to cool down or it need, needed some uh, re- repair time he had a refractory period yeah <laughs> and then the big muscle guy comes in i'll help you goes was- in max Max. I was expecting him either to be what he was or like the tiniest of like speed forms. Like, I I would have been happy with that trope subversion, but I'm also just very happy to see them doing this. Yes. Because yes. here's the thing: going into episode one and two, I was pretty much calling everything as it happened because this this is my jam. This is my happy place. This is where I sit. I love this sort of stuff, and I know enough of it to be able to, you know, kind of piece together where things are going. And as I mentioned earlier, Gridman is getting a lot of little, you know, nice little touches and nods from the previous Gridman that we're actually a little bit familiar with that we got as Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. In that series, the main character's best friends all had support vehicles that could combine with Servo as we got him in the States, Gridman to get these powered up forms. And I'm sitting here thinking through episode one and two, uh, Utsumi and Good Waifu are going to be those support characters. Yeah. If they get in sync enough, they're going to be pulled in as well and be given the support craft that allow Gridman to access his higher abilities. Apparently not so far. No. Because we get buff mask man coming in with the tanker. That turns into just a gigantic pair of fists. Yes, Optimus Prime is on the scene. And yeah. who who is it? Is it the uh, the crazy waifu that's like, what is that? How does that work? Yeah, what is even this? 
Hold up. What the fuck is happening? I love the little things, like the fact that the gigantic shoulders for the arm upgrades have the S's on them. Yes. And yeah, we get Max Gridman. So we're gonna we're just gonna keep doing. So we're gonna spend the next two episodes at least getting more power up forms. And well, then... yeah, because the the other student they mention by name, uh, Bor B O R R. Yeah. If you pay attention to the opening sequence, you see a form of Gridman that has two giant drills. Yep. Uh-huh. So we know what she's going to turn into. And guess what we're doing again, guys? We're doing the trigger circle jerk once again. Yay! <laughs> drills. <laughs> No, this is not a drill. They're just really drilling at home that they really like spiralized things that impact things and push them into things. <laughs> also, I I just I love that it's the little girl with the pigtails. Yeah, the the yeah the like the, the only way they could have been tails. more on the nose with that was if it was drill tails. Yes. <laughs> uh, just a small aside about that. I I randomly pulled up the Wikipedia for, for Gridman because I'm, I'm reading up on it and forgot to name the characters. Uh, in the Japanese version, Boar is said to be male by the voice actor, whereas the voice actor for the dub says she's female. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, they, they, do, they do that pretty commonly with the uh, I hate this term. The trap characters. Like, I know, but I, I don't feel like Funimation would actually push that whatever these these two might might have worked together to make that decision themselves but Funimation it, was it also may just be the Japanese language being weird yeah there was a huge hullabaloo back in the day about a character by the name of Vivian from a little game called what was it Paper Mario mm-hmm. I, th- I remember that I, th- I think it, I remember what you're talking about yeah she, she was this amorphous purple blob thing with a witch hat that had a very feminine shape and for years people were pitching a fit that she was a trans character because in the Japanese her sisters would refer to her using primarily male inflective pronouns however they were doing that because Japanese is a strange language and they were basically insulting her yeah like th- that is the fun part of having different that many levels of pronouns for primarily masculine and feminine characters um you know english buries that down to he she and they like so and funimation especially with a trigger with a trigger product especially one like this that has the money behind it that this one does funimation obviously and they do this with all their one their simuldubs that they put out day and date of when the japanese comes out like there is a ton of research and lore and love put into these because there was an interview with um, with uh, with Chris Sabat when they were simul dubbing um, My Hero Day and Date. He was up like he was up like five nights a week until three a.m. doing working on scripts and things like that because they had to get it out the day of. So Funimation don't fuck around with things that they they release like this. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to seeing whether or not my initial assumption eventually pays off and those two do get their own access codes or if it's just the, the Neon Genesis crew, which I, I'm never going to get tired of saying that. It's hilarious. All right, and, and I think that's all our shows, right, for this week? Yeah, absolutely. We're not leaving anything out. 
<laughs> Love no, you, CJ. Sin is not normally wrath, but God. <laughs> God, Raul. Raul, Michelle, Garza. So help me, God. Did you just say Raul, Michelle? Yes. Because I'm my not middle actually name. mishearing things. You actually called him Michelle. He, you, you forgot my middle name. Damn it, Paul. I don't know your <laughs> Damn it, Paul. I don't know your middle name, so you just have Michelle as your middle name. Okay. I'm just gonna go back and hack your birth certificate. When you look at it next, it will just say Raúl Michelle Garza. <laughs> Raúl Michelle Rodriguez Garza. That All one, right. Just thinking of the scene where Vash introduces himself. Yes. Blue Stalvare Deutzel Kaiser the Third. All right. Uh, seven deadly sins. I kind of like this show. Just a little bit, CJ. Just a little bit, but it's okay because now I can kind of understand a little bit. Thank God. <laughs> I, I, I missed that first opening, though. That opening was so good. Uh, I like the second opening better. Um, the Man on a Mission, Seven Italy Sins one. Yeah, man, 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 with, man, on a, man with a Mission is definitely the strong opening for this series so far. Yeah, the third. The they third, are so good. Third one's pretty good too, but yeah, it is no, it is no man with mission like that. That's that is one like that is actually legitimately on like my Spotify playlists that I play alongside other fantastic English rock songs. I love that song so fucking much. It was neat seeing Flo pop up in the credits again though, because holy fuck, Flo X Grand Rodeo, who did the first opening theme. Yep. Oh, uh, so. First season, uh, shit happened. We tried reviving the devil, demon clan. Hey, I think I'm fairly sure we fixed that. You guys, nope. <laughs> let let fucking Dreyfus die already. Come on. I mean, I'm pretty sure he is dead actually, and that he's just been taken over. Oh uh, yeah, Dreyfus. That is 100% a fucking puppet body. Oh yeah, no, he he is a he is a puppet body, and all right, so I can I, I can appreciate what you guys deal with with uh, my hero, but I'm not gonna do it because I'm better than this. <laughs> um, Hands yeah. over the bang drink thing. What? Yeah, he's absolutely currently possessed. Um, drink. Uh, Dell well, stepped whatever. out because he has not gotten caught up on Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. No, it's not a drink. Like, it is very obvious. Like, they reveal that in the first episode. He's talking to Hendrickson, and it's like he has the devil mark over his head, or the demon mark over his head. Yeah, and he's like, uh, this man asked me to let you live, so bye. Yeah, no, that's not me doing, that's not me referencing source material. That is, he, say, he spells it out in mm -hmm. episode one. And I like, um, is it Hawk? Yeah. The, uh, he gets the power level scouter. Cork. The captain for the captain. I actually hated that. So the power. I am so tired of power levels. The power yeah, level but then Merlin calls him out on it where it's like. Yeah, that can actually fluctuate a lot. Let's stop running CJ over. Um, oh, sorry. No, so the power level thing is very hit and miss with the online community itself. Um, they part of it is for because this show does have a ton of love letters towards Toriyama and Dragon Ball Z. Like th there, there are huge swaths of it that if you put it up against things that are going on in Dragon Ball Z, it is very obvious that this is where they got a lot of that from. Um, the power levels was just that 
whole thing. But just like in Power Dragon Ball Z, power levels are bullshit. So <laughs> they the, the the scores are made up and the points don't matter because yeah, pretty much. But it's it, it was one of those things where it's like it's superfluous. Like why even add it in there if you're just going to say right away? Oh, by the way, these are kind of a joke. They yeah. can fluctuate based on a lot of factors. Mm, it could be them just pointing it out, but I mean. That, that's 100 percent it the, the the manga for this is, is like i said a huge like loves older shonen so like yeah we're gonna point this out but immediately unlike dragon ball z where like freeze's power level is supposed to matter and things like that what do you mean freeze's power level is four hundred ninety thousand? oh my god like yeah so um they get hey. the fact that technically on a power level merlin is stronger than meliodas <laughs> So basically what they're what this seems like from your explanation and my own experience with the episode is that it's a reference that potentially got a little bit too much spotlight. Yes, 100%. And the and the online community kind of hates the fact that they, that it has gotten as much spotlight as it has. I forgot one thing when Hawk first gets it. Stare. Yes, stare. <laughs> I, I Hawk is the best like the, the lord hawk uh master hawk is just the fan is just the best he captain is- of the order of scraps disposal yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's there eating the scraps right in front of the king <laughs> and the hawk, king's like the order shit. of what yeah uh, order of scraps disposal and okay. scraps disposal no the order of scraps disposal daddy oh the order of scraps <laughs> the king just rolls with it he knows that these people are fucking nuts. Yeah, the kids went through some shit last season, so I was like, yep, uh, yeah. I will call them whatever the hell they want me to call them at this point. I remember when I first saw this series, and it's just like, okay, this ta- this tavern, this uh, uh, bar is called the Boar's Hat. Uh, okay. And then it's literally a Boar's Hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. By the way, I love this, like... Going into a little bit of first impressions here because we haven't touched on this show before. I love that there's a gender fluid character. Oh yeah. Um Gother. Gother, yeah. I <clears throat> yeah. Uh yeah. They have no gender. Um they are they are just Gother. And his sin is lust, but not in a sexual way. His sin is lust for learning, and that is the best. I, I I was really happy about that when, when that started to come to light and then they introduced Merlin. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, look, the chick who's barely wearing any clothes isn't the sin of lust. (laughs) Yeah. Though Josh did laugh at me for every time Merlin appearing on screen, me yelling at her to put on clothes. Well, what's, um, what is Merlin? She's the sin of gluttony. Yeah. Ah. Probably because she's power hungry. She is 100%. She is, um, they, they reference the fact that, um, fuck it drink um they get to the fact that she is basically at this point a chimera like she is so much magical energy inside of her that she is no longer human (laughs) fuck it it. i'll take that one (laughs) it's okay you put up with it enough from us that we can't be upset when you do it for your favorite series um yeah we will give you that so if you haven't gotten the point of it there are uh you guys have only seen the fact that none of the sins are humans anymore because even bond cannot be considered a human because he is an immortal yeah 
he he was human. He has no lungs. Which, by the way, Bond best character, fight me. No, Bond is the fucking love Bond. One hundred percent best character. Like he is, like everybody joke like the big joke of it being hawk is the best character hawk is the strongest character and everything like that no bond is bond is this series vegeta because he is he is the character that gets the most character growth and he doesn't continue, he doesn't stop growing like meliodas is a little bit of a one note character um he gets some growth but like bond is 100% vegeta in this like he he gets he just continuously grows as a person and as a character and i fucking love him and i love the casual disregard of some of the the less fun mario male stereotype tropes like here's one of the toughest characters in the series arguably the manliest of manly men in the cast and he's wearing a logo branded apron while cooking yep <laughs> and he's the best cook in the in the cast Out, outside of the outside of the obvious fan service with people like merlin um and a couple of the other characters like they do a lot of playing with gender stereotypes in this and the fact that gother exists is the pure like one of the main reasons for that uh, we've gotten away from what the show like, where they're talking about season two, episode one, which was basically just building up to the revival of the demon clan. <laughs> the yeah. Ten Commandments. Yeah, they were only able to bring what nine of them over because they didn't have enough power. Uh, right? The tenth one is already. Yeah, the, the the tenth one was Dreyfus. Is Dreyfus? Oh, okay. Will be possibly, maybe soon to be. Is was always was Dreyfus. <laughs> Ah, okay. The once in future Dreyfus. The once in future Dreyfus. That's even like, uh, okay, I haven't read this arc in a long ass time. So, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that that was a thing. Oh, right. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, and then, all right. So, I watched five episodes of this. <laughs> so, I'm trying to remember where episode two ends. <laughs> uh, two ends at the Fairy King's Forest. Okay, cool. Um, is this the one where. Deanne and Gother. No, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. Okay. No, this, this, this uh, they go to the Fairy King's forest, and all the fairies are like, hey, Fairy King Bond. And Bond is like, you guys fucking knock it off. Your king's right there. Go fucking deal with your problems. Fuck Harlequin. And then, and then he tells Harlequin the same thing. Hey, go fucking sort out your shit with your people, or this just go somewhere else. <laughs> um, and then we get back to, um, to Leonis, and we discover that uh, what we thought was Gother's potentially super cute ship with uh, Gila is not so super cute or consensual in the least. Oh. So I'm not going to tell why, and I don't care. I'll take a drink. Uh, There are reasons. This is not just a character flip for him. This is not just a heel. This is not just a heel turn for him. Well, they, they got into it a little bit where he, first of all, goes off his meds. Yep. Um, and, se- and second of all, he's like, I want to understand what love is. Therefore, I will experience love. He just does not know that this is not the appropriate way to go about that. Yeah. And you, nobody you can't learn emotions is the thing, and that's what where that's what they're not grasping. Emotions yeah. are something you can read about, but you can't learn from reading, and you can't treat them like a lab experiment. Yeah, you can't say, "Hey, I'm going to go study love today. Let's do love." 
that that's not how that works. Yeah. And, um, and- if anything, Gother is a really strong example for the way autism can work in some people. Yes, and and that is actually something that the mangaka has said. He he wanted Gother to not just be data, basically from Star Trek. He wanted him. He wanted each of these characters to be relatable for on different levels. Mm-hmm. And Gother was one of those ones where he was realizing, you know. Especially in Japanese culture, there's not a lot of auto, there's not a lot of ASD representation. He wanted to go through- this is a character that does not understand how to people. Yeah, literally. And and, and he wanted, the, and that's what he wanted Gother to be. I wonder what it would be like to be autistic in Japanese society, because on one hand, their society, even more than ours, revolves around being able to cohabit cohabitate with other people and coexist. But on the other hand, the rules are a lot more explicit. Yeah, I could I couldn't imagine. Um, and then, uh, oh, Jericho is all over Bond. Oh, Jericho was up on Bond's Bond at the uh, at the end of season one. <laughs> when he when they when yeah when he de I tore her clothes her off once <laughs> and caught her while she was falling naked through the sky. And then I then you saved my life. Yeah, but I like Bond's mentality of just yeah. I, I took her clothes off once, and King's like the fuck, <laughs> dude. You have my sister. Yeah, I took her clothes off though. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, and and then he actually explains like yeah, she gave me the seed and I just planted it. I mean, I didn't do much. Yeah, I just saved the entire forest. No big deal. Just save literally magic on this plane. Not a not a big deal. But I really just want my girlfriend back. <laughs> like so. Oh, um, sorry. Go ahead. And that and that is that's Bond's character. Like he finds a person that he loves, and he will literally go to all realms of creation for this person. He is literally trying to steal her from death. Yes. Yeah. Um, is it in this episode or at the end of the first episode where they're like? Oh yeah, the giants and fairy magic has gone down. The humans rule this world now. That was this. That one. was this episode. Yeah, yeah. As as the uh, the ten commandments were you know busting out of their seal, basically, it's like oh yeah, the the giant and fairy populations are way down. Yeah. So the weakest race is now in charge. Yeah. Cool. Let's kill them. Let's uh, fuck shit up. Yeah, but Which... they're they're also they also say that we're weak. We have to rest. Yeah, so the reason why Carrie's nickname was what it was is not because of my knowledge of the of the thing because Rachel only's watched the anime with me twice. I've seen the anime seven or eight times now. Uh, <laughs> um, Rachel was watching this, and at the end of episode one, uh, Zeldoris shows up. Zeldoris, how the fuck they pronounce it in the dub? Uh, <laughs> Zeldoris shows up, and she's like. That's Meliodas' brother. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's kind of super fucking obvious. They've got the same facial structure. Yeah. They've like, got the same face. Yeah, and she's just like, that's Meliodas' brother. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's totally not. It's the protagonist from Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> So that that was that was that call out on that one. Rachel got a, a pop on the show because that was that I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, like Bond just I can't go on enough about Bond 
just as a character. Harlequin is another one who has a ton of depth to him that on surface level you just kind of ignore because he's comedy relief until he's not. <laughs> but that's kind of all these characters. Like they are they are goofy and they're slapsticky and they're weird, but they have layers. Even Meliodas, who's close enough to a shonen protagonist as there is, he has deep layers. He does. Some of them are a little bit concerning. Yes. Like, I am very much wondering how, and it, and like I was, I was telling Josh earlier, I have trouble actually shipping him and Elizabeth because I just can't help but wonder how much of their relationship is him projecting Liz onto her. <clears throat> no. Um. <laughs> I mean... She, yeah. for all I know, she might be a reincarnation, but every there are a lot of times where he's thinking about Elizabeth and it flashes back to Liz. <laughs> no, she is not a reincarnation of Liz. CJ, <laughs> <laughs> do it. Wait, I'm like, oh, there is a tree. There is a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I had to remember where on the tree Liz was. <laughs> oh, it's so great that there was a that there's a tree. <laughs> it's the shipping tree it is the shipping tree and Liz is not Liz and Elizabeth while they have the same name that is the only commonality between the two of them same name and the same face anyways yeah that, that's the only commonality between the two of them um, and there are the, so his weird sexual things are super annoying super annoying but as with everything else, and as I so lovingly now understand from you guys saying this to me every fucking week on My Hero Food Wars, there's a reason and you'll get there. <laughs> also, drink. <laughs> yeah. No. Welcome to the club. <laughs> you understand how it feels now. It's going to be even worse when Justin's on here next show. <laughs> <laughs> because Justin See? and I, like, even though he's sick, like, he and I had a hour and a half conversation about the most like the recent arc of the manga of seven deadly sins for an hour and a half today i think i'm going to be sick next week yeah, that's fine whatever <laughs> oh, Ouch. Ouch. shots fired um yeah i mean just generally the fuck oh mixing soda followed oh thanks Thank mixing soda Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, just, I'm I'm really satisfied with the way this show is going because a lot of things it's playing straight and a lot of things it's playing not so straight. And, and a the lot thing, of things it's playing Gother. Yes, a lot of the things that you think are straight, like there are spins and turns and takes on it that I fucking love. And just the, the cast overall, I'm I'm really happy with. I'm I'm sad that Gother is not actually a big hulking suit of armor person. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting what they're doing with with Merlin and King Arthur. Yeah, which in and of itself was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, that, that was that was fun. I like. I fucking ow. love Hauser. Puppy bit. Ow. <laughs> Hauser is adorable. I love Hauser oh so much. I am so glad that that he and his and the Night Bros are had had their they're they're not uh they're not villains anymore. Yeah, Gil Thunder is not the villain. Like I, I, Gil Thunder gets so much growth that I that I oh well Gil that was a noise. <laughs> my dog they like Gil Thunder too. Yeah, the, my dogs are Gil Thunder fans. 
All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I'm excited. I am so glad that this did not get into the point of like me being like, yes, this is my favorite show. And especially Josh and Carol, like, no, I fucking hate this show. I mean, the, the only thing I really don't like about the series so far is all of the, the boob butt gags. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, I can do without the overt sexualization sometimes, but I, you know, I'm a guy. I like boobs. Yeah. Especially like it would be one thing if it was like they were in a relationship already and she was okay with this, but no, it's hi, nice to meet you. I don't care if you agree to this. I'm grabbing your boobs. Yeah. Um and they, he, like she's the only girl he does that with though. So <laughs> Yeah, but still, he doesn't really seem to bother to check if it's okay with her and I can as much as I do like this series, that is one thing that I am not ever going to be okay with. Yeah, I feel you. And it does take it does take a while for that payoff to happen. And it's annoying. The main thing that is annoying on it is that it does keep happening. Eventually, obviously, now they are in a full-blown relationship. Um, that's... And yell at me because they haven't directly said it in the anime. It's fucking obvious. <laughs> Um, they, um, they, it takes for, it takes them a while to be in the relationship and it takes them a while to explain the reason why he is so immediately touchy, grabby, feely, lovey on her. So hands on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let us go ahead and, uh, wrap this sucker up, wrap it up. Uh, bye radiant. <laughs> Go go out the door. See you later. I don't need you anymore. Maybe your future will look brighter. Maybe. Um. Do we do we want to swap anything in for it at this time, or are we just gonna kind of? Well, we have four shows it? without that, so like this is true. Yeah, I mean, if 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 we find like a good uh, um, uh, like something that's like really getting big, that's like, oh, this isn't uh shonen, but it's like a really good like slice of life or something like that. There's not really any of that this season, though. Like none that are getting huge pulls. Like we 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 don't have any um, ancient mangas bright this this season. No. Wait, um, has it been a? Is this our? Holy crap! Yeah, this is our. This is our. Uh, we are going into our one year anniversary the Monday after Extra Life. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, y'all old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that we are going. Yeah, we are going into our first year at the end of uh, at after extra life, um, and so by the way, speaking of ancient Magus Bride, it made me very depressed that we are probably never getting a season two of this <laughs> because all of the material that's being put out for it, releasing the box set is all the complete series. That's sad. That makes. <sighs> But I, I mean, I, I, at least it 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 ended well, right? It didn't. There are so many questions. I know there's so many it, questions it had, still. It had a good ending, but I have a feeling they're they're saying that in preparation because they probably haven't confirmed anything yet. I hope yeah. so. But they're they're probably saying like, look, we want to try and get more from this. Also, it, yeah, know. this. This show is so perfect. I mean, you yourself call it damn near perfect. 
Would yeah. you rather it end here or would you rather it Inuyasha this? Oh, absolutely end it here. Like it, just because I'm sad doesn't mean that I can't appreciate where it ends. Yeah. Uh, and, and damn near perfect is only because that second opening. <clears throat> there were uh, there were a little like a little itty bitty like trips and like stumbles here and there in the show, but like nothing that was more than a couple seconds, and then moving back onto the best piece of television still that I've seen in a very long time. All right. Remember, uh, because I don't do uh, Patreon pimps this time of year, go over to geek-io.net slash extra life to figure out what we're going to be doing for charity on November 3rd. 25 hours worth of charity. There will be uh, charity event streaming. There will be uh, exploding dice. There will be uh, Josh and I doing 20XX from the couch. Me making him go crazy because Goddamn uh, there's, speed belts. There's going to be headbanging to keep some of us awake. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people at my house. <laughs> uh, Cherry Blossom might make a few appearances. Oh. Uh, Cherry Blossom. Is this month a five-hour energy shot? Is that too much? No. 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 Do it. I want to see him. Chuck. Chuck. I want to see him. I want to see him. Philip J. Fry that shit. I want to see it. Okay, we want him to live long enough to move here. He'll be able to move here in a nanosecond. <laughs> I'll be able to run there. Start to stack up, but it's like the fuck. <laughs> Guys, I'll be right there. This isn't even my final form. By the time, you, he, gets here, by the time he gets here, he looks exactly. He's just like super thin and like. It just flashes that shit like just completely like I have to eat seventeen thousand calories anymore. <laughs> yeah, you just got notice like like your living room getting full of boxes. Like what the? And there's suddenly a truck there for no good reason, and you're parking in your garage. Ooh, box. I wonder if I pour that into my gas tank. <laughs> no, uh, no. Unfortunately, any amount of sugar in your gas tank will pretty much destroy your car. It'll yeah. be like the Aldini from uh, Food Wars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? It's my brother. Oh, yeah, he, he always slims down during the summer. <laughs> Guys, it's me. Isamu. Uh, so if you want to email the show, which we do this time of year as well, show at geek-io.net, put anime and subject line. Uh, if you want us to look at any, any anime, let us know. And if it comes from fans, we are more likely to give it a look other than just us kind of looking at things that we actually want to watch because uh, we learned our lesson, Junie Tyson. <laughs> okay, Junie Tyson had one good episode. It had like two. It had two. Well, well the, opening, the, the first episode and the Tiger episode. Yeah, two. But we learned our lesson. <laughs> Uh, all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, slash Geek.io show. Uh, if you want to give us a call and leave us a voicemail, you can do that as well. 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. On that yawn, we're going to leave, guys. We'll talk to you <laughs> next time. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>